Hey everyone, welcome to Trends and Things, where we bring real chats on what's buzzy. We hope you've been enjoying our coverage of Aussie Music Month, and it's a shame that it's almost over, especially as more tunes are released in the lead up to the Hulse 100 voting. On this What We're Vibing episode, we have a few contenders we think that can take place in the countdown, so stay tuned for them. As always, a very big welcome to the show. My name is Scott. I'm joined by Gordon. Mate, interesting thing for us over the weekend, mm. both caught Hamilton, and I yes. think, you know, uh, although originally a US production, it is Aussie cast, so, yep. you know. It still fits the vibe. It still, still fits, fits Aussie Music Month. I think so. Uh, tell me your thoughts about it, because I'm keen to hear how you kind of interpreted it, and then, you know, I've got... Always have some thoughts. You've always got an opinion, of course. But uh, yes, look, my, uh, my 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 partner, girlfriend, Alana, she mm-hmm. is a big fan, huge fan, huge super fan, <laughs> I would say. Um, so during lockdown in Sydney, uh, we watched the Disney Plus version, yeah. which I thought was fucking pretty great. Like, right. and I got me really amped up to go and see it. Uh, we had tickets originally, obviously COVID happened, uh, the tickets got rescheduled and we sort of hadn't really set a time to go again. Mm-hmm. And then one of our mates, uh, uh my uh, Alana's cousin hit us up and said, "Look, let's go. We got these cheap, these seventy-five dollar tickets." I said, "Fucking, let's get in for that." Yeah, yeah. Um, and look, we're in the bleachers. We're up there, but uh, <laughs> I thought it was still good, nonetheless. Um, you know, the production itself. I mean, personally, nothing mm. better than seeing a full cast of immigrant sort of background people. You yes. know, like, and there's a lot of reference to that. Obviously, the whole point of the film is like telling the or the point of the play rather is to tell the story of the founding father alexander hamilton but yes. from the perspective of immigrants in the u.s and you know the whole cast was made up of a range of different uh, oh, people and, and yes. backgrounds and cultures which i loved and there were just moments in i don't know if you caught um different characters sort of in their moment sort of representing their culture quite well i think yeah. there was like uh, a moment where there was one of the characters was was maori or like kiwi background and did like a sort of incorporated a little bit of haka and stuff into one of the performances. Right. Like very su- so subtle. subtle. Yeah, you blink yeah, and you yeah. miss it. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, he is actually that background. So maybe it was intentional. Um, mm, so mm. I love all these little Easter eggs that you just sort of, I could sort of spot throughout it. And I'd, I never, I'm not a big theater person. Don't know if you are, but I genuinely would watch that again. Like it was amazing. Yeah. I've looked, I've definitely caught a few shows over the far, past few years. And I think that was, I think is a, a sign if a show is good enough is a good or not. Sorry, is it's about three hours, right? Mm. And I think if you get to a stage where you kind of like checking the time, yeah, yeah, they've lost you, right? You're like, sure. it, it hasn't hit home. But this, I, I kind of felt like even though it was almost three hours, and you have kind of like the intermission, it flew by because mm. you know every number is really captivating. The yeah, just to see such a diverse cast and like just I think because you know it's like it's a musical, but it also blends a bit of like rap and R and B into oh, that's it. Massive win. It um it just feels modern. It doesn't feel kind of like really tired and dry. And I just I honestly would probably I I went in blind, right? I mm. didn't know. I actually didn't know the story. Nothing going on. Yeah. Um, my partner has been wanting to see it. I think she when she was in the US wanted to see it then, and but it was like the year it came out, oh, right? Yeah, so it was yeah, like, yeah. nah, not never getting a see. Don't have a Good chance. Luck. Um, but when we both like we both walked away from it and we're like, not even being able to uh, refer it back to the original like production. This was top notch. Mm. Like if yeah, if it came back a year or two later, same cast. I think the cast is definitely like a selling point. Cast like, massive, yeah. Um, just to see like the range of talent on display, it was just maybe this is like my gateway drug now. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like it means theater boy for the next few years. Yeah, like you know, I'm done with festivals. Like I've, I've ent- I'm entering my thirties, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do festivals. Can't do gigs. 
take me to a musical and that's it. That's my sweet spot now. You know what? I wish they were more accessible, like for us yeah. youngins, not on the uh, big salaries or anything like that, like where oh, it's, mate. you know, to get a good seat, mm-hmm. to get like one of the real prime, seat, uh, prime seats, you need to be dishing out more 250-ish, which yeah. I know some people are like, oh, that's a, a fair, that's a good investment to get a good seat at like for like a three-hour performance. But <laughs> I'm like, you know, if you go to a gig or something and yeah, you might pay 70, 80 bucks to see someone decent mm. play, which... I don't know about you, but my tickets were around that 70 to 80 buck range. Yeah. And we were in the bleed, we were up there, but it was also like, I wish I could justify paying 250. It's an expensive habit to get into. Maybe you go to a few shows and then realize it's fucking costing you a grand every three shows to get good tickets. Look, the, the talent is definitely worth money. The the seats, all right, because I, I was talking mm. about this before. The seats are so damn uncomfortable. You're asking <laughs> me to sit there for three damn hours. Like I go to the cinemas and, and spend what twenty bucks right to you watch a, a movie there. Recliner. You get a recliner, you get like a plush damn seat, <laughs> and then I go to a theater which is at our casino here in Sydney, and then you give me this little cardboard thing where I'm like, "Is this <laughs> will this crack halfway through the show?" And I was just like, "I did have to admit, I did feel that they were a bit uncomfortable." While I was selling Alana during it. It was mm. very much like a. Not a situation where I was like, this is the most comfortable thing ever. It felt a bit flimsy and I was like, whatever. <laughs> like, I guess that's that's life. But yes, look, amazing, amazing show. And I think a lot of, like you said, a lot of great talent. Mm. Hoping to see more uh, yes. of, that, of them and this type of stuff uh, that's been going on. I feel like a lot of the times, like I think the last thing I saw was Book of Mormon, which is great as well. Oh, same. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And look. Definitely go and see it if you have a chance. Mm. It's going to be in Sydney for a few more months, I think, till the end of the year. And then it's in Melbourne, I believe, early next year. So, mm. look, I think it's a natural segue into our general what we're vibing because we're nearly, Scotty, at the end of Aussie Music Month, a yes, week, we are. one a more week, week to go after this. But what do you got for me? What, what's on been on the radar? Um, let me give you a track that has a Aussie producer and a First Nations vocalist. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. Um, which has like some like Loki's like gospel feels to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ooh, track is called Gold Energy by Electric Fields. Uh, they came up on my sort of like, you know, new tracks on Spotify playlist. Oh, yep. Uh, and the, it's just like, it's got so much energy to it, right? It feels mm. like it's only one vocalist, but she has this sort of like choir chant to the track. Like you kind of feel like you want to preach this. Right, okay. Track. So is it Dondery? Is it Donderesque or is it different to that? It's like, um, oh, I just want to think of a good like, you know, like gospel house sort of track. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got like that soulful yeah, vibe like to it's it. It's got a real soul. Spoken word house type of thing. Exactly. Vocal house. Yeah. And look, to be honest, there's not many uh, like... I think Aussie vocalists that I feel like fit that category. Mm. So obviously there's some little like pocket that fit into here, but the, yeah. the production is really good. Like, you know, it's got a really good beat throughout and then kind of goes into this break, uh, breakdown, sorry, halfway through where the vocalist is coming through and you're like, mate, give me like an Aussie version of Sunday service. And this artist <laughs> is like, this artist is leading it. Okay. Um, so yeah, just really infectious wow. energy. Haven't had an opportunity to go and look into their other uh, music, yeah, music but after, yeah. this is just like such a good intro to what they have. I, I want to spend the next few days. Maybe next week I'll have more of their tracks just because this was such a nice tiblet into like, this is what we can offer. Um, electric fields, did you say? Electric fields, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, it sounds intriguing. Mm. Gospel House, that'll that'll sell most people, I reckon, uh. these days, <laughs> um, especially with everything going on. But I mean, look, it's... Uh, and Aussie, where, where are we? Do we know where they're based? Are they... I no don't idea. know where they're based. I don't know if they're based in the same place of um, of Oz or if they're kind of like... Spread you know, out a bit. Spread out a little bit, yeah. 
Uh, let me let me fact check you myself fact and check on that chuck one. it in the notes. Nice one. Um, but look, I know you've got a few tracks as well. Aussie's, yeah. uh called well, Aussie Representation. Yeah, my first one is called Real Nice. HCTF is the in brackets uh-huh. after it by Young Franco and TK Mides. What a combo! Uh, featuring Nerve, who's a Brisbane rapper. Right now, the interesting thing about this, I listened to this song and I was like, "This is this is a fucking lit song." Like, this is a classic hype song like yeah. play it maybe before pre or during pre's before you're going out to a gig or to night on a night out and you're mm-hmm. having a few you know catching up with a few mates but young franco obviously everything you touch i feel like turns to gold at the moment yes. tk minds are very similar Classic, yeah and nerve who i have to admit i didn't know too much about uh, mm. but he's a brisbane rapper and sort of almost feels a bit you know we've got a lot of influence from grime and stuff at the moment mm. you talk about things like drill with one four and stuff uh Hooligan Hefts, all yep. these artists. So he's definitely down that line of being a bit less Aussie. Like it is technically Aussie hip hop, but not ha- not definitely not like Bliss and Esso or Hilltop Hoods yeah, or Illy that type stuff. of vibe. Yeah, like gotcha. a little bit more grime influenced and, yeah, and UK yeah. influenced. A bit more uh, gritty maybe. Which which suits this song because it's, yeah. and what's interesting about it, it's very high energy, almost like stop starty. Feels a little bit more high paced and energetic from Young Franco, which is maybe more yes. TK's vibe. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about the song is it's actually a collab with the A-League, which you wouldn't have picked, right? Like you would have never I thought. I love the A-League. If Bring I, it to me. If there was yeah. any combination collab <laughs> that it could be, it would be the A-League. And look, the season has just started yeah. and they've got this new, there's a lot of change going on in Australian football. Mm. It's on Paramount Plus and Channel 10 this year in terms of broadcast. And they collaborated with these three artists to make this song. And Young Franco has mm. been in that he's been a big fan of football and soccer for a while now. So no shock that he's involved. And it's actually sort of the HCTF is here comes the future, like the future of the league right. and shit like that. Okay. But it's so subtle that it's, it's not like they're talking about fucking the whole songs about scoring goals and shit. <laughs> it's about like, you know, it's just got like a really good, as I said, the songs were real nice. Yeah. It's got a cool energy about it. But I was like, mm. oh, I just listened to it. I was like, that's a fucking cool song. And then I saw fucking A-League promoting it. Went to the Wanderers vs. Sydney FC game on the weekend. And they're like, like, oh, I ca- really pl- proud to play our anthem with Young Franco and TK Meister. I was like, maybe don't say that. <laughs> to play our anthem. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there you go. An interesting collab. One that I wasn't really expecting. And a, and a good song. It's worth a play. This was made for you, right? It was. I think it possibly it, was was made. This is an anthem for me. Yeah. It's like, perhaps. how many boxes can we tick for this demographic? <laughs> and you're like, you're like, yes, give it to me all. Just A-League, two like really good Aussie artists. And you're like, yeah, I'm sold. I'm surprised Samper the Great or B-Wise didn't just pop on for a little, <laughs> to make it the full Gordo package. It's, it's next year, track number next, two. Next year, of course, of course, of course. But look, that's my uh, first one. Yeah. What do you got? What's the next one? Is it on a similar level? Actually, it's a more- it, it is on a similar level because it is a, uh, it's two Aussie rappers and then the, uh, one producer that kind of gives, like typically plays kind of like you know low dancey sort of stuff and this track is really different it's more upbeat uh high energy as well it's called egyptian lover the artist is jordan dennis but it features dallas wood uh and juju and mm. i've been following i've been following jordan for quite a time and okay. he's quite an interesting artist so melbourne based and yep. he's kind of almost done everything under the sun when it comes to rap so he started like neo soul sort of stuff when he was starting out in 2016 mm-hmm um, okay, during, during the pandemic, he kind of got into the more like electronic trap based stuff. Interesting. And now Egyptian Lover is actually more like just like funk and rap. Okay. Um, so it's a little bit different to his, he's been all a bit all over the shop with his sort of genres and that. You know, he's like a, if I can say like young, he's like, you know, young artist, maybe still trying experimenting, to find. Experimenting. Yep. Yep. Experimenting. Yep. Sound, but it's not like 
when he's done each of these things, he's done them particularly bad. He's like, he's hit it on the head. It kind of shows his versatility and skill because mm. I would still listen to his earlier stuff, even though it's, you know, vastly different genres at this stage. Yeah. Um, but this one's just a lot of fun. It's, you know, Jordan and Dallas talking about essentially now you're out of COVID. Let's let's fly to Egypt. Like let's fly to Egypt. Like let's like let's just do something yeah, stupid okay. sort of thing. Cool, cool. A bit fun. Bit bit a uh, bit of attitude yeah, to it. Yeah, you know, a bit of cheeky bit of sort of cheeky, thing. Yep, yep. Um, like it. Jordan doesn't typically like sing on these tracks. He's more of a rapper. But this he kind of gets into his like falsetto. He's like oh, really yep. sweet, he's... high kind of notes. Okay. So he's kind of branching out as well. It's Dallas that comes in really, really these really nice rap bars. Uh, essentially, just like. Uh, making fun of people who love rappers because you can say, oh, I've dated a rapper sort of thing. Like right, people okay. love rappers yeah, for yeah. the status. So he's got a bit of like, he's got also got a bit of cheek to him because Dallas was having a bit of a moment as well, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, typically I think Dallas Woods is just, he's usually more um, more like grounded and more like real life based when yeah, it comes to yeah. his rap. So this is just a, a bit of a detract, a bit of a detour for him in terms of his material. But like the, the chemistry between the two artists works really well. It's like a, it's a good hype song. Like I yeah. guess you mentioned the last track. Just for the sake of it being crazy, fun, and well, like post-COVID. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, that. So like, yeah, give it a spin. I kind of like. It sounds like Jordan. He's released a few tracks during COVID, so I don't know if he's like gearing up for some sort of release, maybe later this year, early next year. Mm. Um, but like, he's just known for high energy. So if he comes to Sydney, I'm there. You're gonna check him out. Well, well maybe I'll go to a musical. Who knows? You might go to <laughs> Hamilton. The second coming of Hamilton. Um, look, I think that's a nice flow into my last one, which is a track mm. made for the return to the warehouse party and rave clubs and everything above. Um, Strangers by Dom Dollar featuring Manchinet, who fucking just they're What's also having on, a mate? moment What's... with them as well. <laughs> they're in everything these days. It's clap tone. It should just be fucking yeah. what trends and things featuring Manchinet at the moment. Um, <laughs> No, look, they're obviously they're doing either some really good PR mm. or they're just all of, everyone's raving on and loving them at the yes. moment. But they're featuring this new track by Dom Dollar a lot. Some of his more recent stuff, like San Francisco, what's it called? Sorry, uh, San Francisco, whatever it is, disco or something. Yeah, uh, I should know the name of that. But uh, <laughs> that song and Dom Dollar's recent catalog has been very, I feel like, fun house. Yeah, this one's a bit deeper, so it's got a really sort of strong almost tech house type of drop right okay um so i i was watch. i've been watching him tour around the world at the moment mm. and he dropped this in a few videos and i was like oh that's that's a yeah. bit deep so i uh was waiting for it to come out it's come out fucking cracking song i mm. think dom dollar he's uh he's one to watch out for i think he's you know we've seen him play i've seen him play big shows in the states yeah yeah and you know we talk about someone like fisher doing really well at the moment and just going crazy all over the world Dom Dollar, I think, is not far behind him. And I think, mm. you know, by all accounts, all this song, this these music and this catalog is uh, building up to sort of a, a bigger discography, which you can just take and tour at bigger events and bigger shows. So, look, I think a strong one to finish off with, Scotty. But look, where can people find these? Because, you know, we're nearly at the end of Aussie Music Month. People yeah, want to give a listen yeah. to this great Aussie music. Where can they give it a play? Yeah, look, if you dig any of our music recommendations, you can find us on Spotify, Trends and Things, What We're Vibing. We're also on social media at Trends and Tings on Instagram, Trends and Tings Podcast Crew on Facebook. Or if you want to support the podcast, patreon.com forward slash Trends and Tings, chuck a fiver our way and you, you know, you'll support this little potty going to new heights. Maybe we'll Love be that. on Dom Dollar's uh on his tour, maybe, you know, just a little, little few lads, five or tenner. Just a few lads flicking the wrist at the uh Dom Dollar <laughs> Times Fisher tour. That'll be fun times. Uh, but yeah, look, we're wrapping up Aussie, sorry, Aussie Music Month, I think, next week, final week. Yep. Uh, 
we'll bring up a game for that. But until then, we'll catch you next week. See you then. Yeah.